Previously on Sneaker Madness. Why is Duddit's naked? Un- and just in his underoos? Yeah, I don't know why they've taken his clothes off. Let's get him naked first. Yeah. What, Craig? Uh, no, it's, it works better that way. Really? Really? Really, Craig? Uh, I don't. I don't think it does. I, I'm pretty sure we can he, put the poop in his mouth. He eats the poop with his pants on or off. Beaver walks in. He's like, "Hey, who's this guy?" The guy's like, <laughs> just belching and farting and wearing. They're out there trying to not get shot. <laughs> the good vacation, honey. Where are we gonna go? We're gonna go out into Wisconsin where and, there's uh, hunters. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of hunting going on, so we'll put on some vests and we'll walk around and try not to get shot. Wow, that Done. sounds like a great plan. Oh, so we're doing what we did last year. So the best case scenario is we don't get shot? Yep. Yeah. What's the worst case scenario? <laughs> Getting shot. Get shot. Why does Morgan Freeman have those eyebrows? I don't know. So they're knocking on the door and they're like, hey, uh, Rick, you all right? He's like, pooping. Give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Nope. He- sorry. Pooping. <laughs> It's not like, it's not, oh, guys, I don't feel so good. He's seriously like, can't a man get a moment of privacy yeah. on the shitter? I, I just want to be polite, but I, I'm in here pooping. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I am not dying of alien coming out of my butt. I am just pooping. We pan out of the house burning down, and the dream catcher has burned up. And now, part two of dream catcher. Hello and welcome back to our two-parter of Dreamcatcher. When last you were with us, Henry had torched the cabin with the, uh, the red mold in it, got away from the worms, and uh, had burned up the Dreamcatcher. And somewhere in between now and the next time we see him, got a hold of some cross-country skis. <laughs> yeah, dude, I did not. Like, that's one of my questions. Where did he get those skis? He burnt down the cabin before he got anything out of there. Maybe I guess he sh- just found There them. is a shed that had the duct tape, but I, I don't see remember any skis in there. seeing any skis. Mm, yeah. Well, flashback to uh, Duddits 20 years ag- earlier again. They, uh, they want him to find a missing girl named Josie something, and he keeps saying, Josie? The same way he says Jonesy, but uh, she's uh, she's been lost, and so they use they they team up and uh, get into a circle and use Duddits as a dream catcher. They say, which doesn't make any fucking sense, because wait, what? I don't remember them saying that they were using him as a dream. Yeah, catcher. we gotta u- we'll use Duddits as a dream catcher. That's why it goes from the 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 movie moves from the burning dream catcher back to Duddits being the dream catcher. So is that why this movie is called Dreamcatcher? I don't think so. Because I have no... Because that's one of my questions. That. So I think that we all have that question. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. we'll talk about that later. Okay, so so they use the power of Duddits either way. They they uh, circle around him and all everybody latches onto him and they, they get... They, I think this is where they get their powers. Yes, this is when they get their powers. But they already know that Duddits has got power somehow. Yes. Like, well, we'll just uh, use the power of Duddits. Let's try this. So... Pete gets his finger power and does the little swirly thing and uh, leads them all to a well. And the only reason why this has anything to do with anything is because Duddits misinterprets, I guess, and thinks that they're saving the world now, but they mean save the girl because he speaks in Duddits. I couldn't tell you what 
is going on here. He clearly says Mr. Gray. Yeah. But they think it's Mr. Ray. Is in mystery? Like Scooby-Doo shit? I don't know. Anyways, back in modern times, Morgan Freeman and Tom Sizemore are coptering around. Yeah. This is one of the scenes that I take the most issue with. Red team, check in. I'm going to burn some questions right now. Gold leader, reporting in. Why are they in helicopters? Gold two, reporting in. Why are they using uh, Star Wars things? I'm using Star Wars things. They did too, though. They did? Yeah, they were like, this is the blue man. This is the green man. Blue group, check in. That's why Uh, I made that that comment about, (laughs) where's Porkins? Where's Porkins? Yeah. It is it is very attacking the Death Star esque though, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you why they use fucking choppers, Sam. Okay, because fucking choppers are sweet. sweet why choppers. the fuck wouldn't they use choppers? Okay, are you kidding me? Because this is clearly a job for napalm. Mm. <laughs> okay, they that, don't that, hit right. very many of yeah, them. No, they do not. Uh, all right, all right. So they're going in. They're going in, and uh, they found the alien ship that's that's crashed. Yeah. I guess. Uh, didn't know that before. It just crashed into the side of a mountain. And there's fucking aliens, like, they, they first tap into uh, their brains. And they're like, help us, we're dying. They're poorly acted. Why like, are these aliens even jerking around over here? Why? Are, what are they doing? What are they doing? They're just standing around waving their arms. Help hey, us, hey, help, help us. us. And if you do, are like, okay, let's land these choppers. Then what are they going to do? Well, I guess. Kill those four guys? Like, oh, you did it. You killed four guys. We can run around and kill a bunch of guys. Yeah, they shouldn't be standing around their ship, should they? No. No. They probably shouldn't have crashed either. <laughs> no, that's poorly we're thought gonna, out. Well, the, the position of the ship's landing will be one of my largest <laughs> questions. Okay, so uh, they uh, he's like, you hear those voices in your head? Those are the sounds of people calling for help. And if you're not the guy to, to do the job that needs to be done, well, guess what? I am, and I'm here to kick ass. Yeah. When he said some bullshit about like being a dog, they're fo- He's like, you think they're, they're foxes in a hen house? That's how, that's how harmless they are. And I'm here to kick ass. I'm well, here to kick ass. Morgan Freeman's maybe poorest deli- delivered line ever, and, and it's they, awesome. Yeah. And then they go in and they start lighting up the <laughs> Gatling guns, and they don't even really hit very many of them. Yeah, they blow the shit out of some of them though. Some they of got them, the but... rockets going, and but there's yeah. like how many how many aliens do you think are out there? Like 150. 150. I was thinking like a thousand. Really? I was thinking like 50. I was thinking that it was a perfect job for napalm. Well, if if there's 50 of them, I think choppers are fine. If there's 150 of them, you're pushing it. A thousand, you need fucking napalm for you sure. You need a napalm anyway. Just yeah. like one. Yeah, it's like the Alka Seltzer of bombs. It just <laughs> cures all ails. Well, no matter what, it wouldn't matter because uh, the aliens crawl onto their. They get sucked up by their ship. That's how they get in there, I one guess. One with the ship. That's and, how they fly it, I'm supposing. And it self destructs into, into red. Poof. Mold. Red mold. Is that like bad? Because that's a question I have. Is that bad? Is that bad? Like, did they completely fuck that up and they just spored out that whole area? Or is it just explosion? Is it blood? I don't. I don't know. It looked did like they win. It looked like the Ripley. It looked like the fungus to me. Kind of. It looked but like it's way, everywhere they blew now. Up the ship. The ship blew itself up. Yeah. The helicopters got taken with it, and I feel like there's a nice cloud of that all over the area now you know uh you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs either way their mission was uh i want to go in there and i don't want to see any spooky aliens or a spooky spaceship 
when we get out of there, check and check. But it, I think be... it's a success. <laughs> Nobody said anything Scotches about all around <laughs> yeah, for back. you and me because we're the only ones <laughs> that are dead. More. If they do, they go back and have scotch. I don't know. Oh, boy. I feel like that look, it, it, if it was a self-destruct, it should have blown up and not used the same special effect as Mr. Gray and the the mold. I think to you and me as human beings, we <laughs> have lost. Like, now there's spooky mold everywhere. Like, it's yeah. going to get in the clouds and, oh boy, now we're fucked. But I think uh, to those two, Morgan Freeman and Tom Sizemore go back to the trailer that they're hanging out in, and like, well, I'm sucks about Phil, you know, and Phil, yeah. Chopper Phil, chalk up another victory to the good guys. He had a, you know, he had a baby on his way. Here's to him. Pour one out for his homies, and then they just they get drunk. They get drunk enough to tug each other off, <laughs> or they don't need drinks for that. Yeah. Uh, well. So back with the boys. Pete uh, Pete has now decided to get on the snowmobile with uh, Mr. Gray slash Jones, and they're cruising around. He's like, wait a minute, you're not you're not Jones. Or, I don't even know how they get so, on it. But he's like, bite my bag. Okay, says Mr. Gray, and everything else. Ha, ha, ha. He morphs into... A giant turd. Giant... Ripley? I think this is a... So they're no, not shit weasels anymore. It's like a shit bear. You shit bear. Okay. Morphs into a shit bear and uh, chomps him. Yeah. Chomps him completely to death. Yeah. Pete is no more. Why Jonesy's in his mind room going, no. No, it's Pete. Yeah. Pete was the good one. Pete only- but he uses the distraction, though, to get all the files on Duddits and drag them into his mind. His mind room. His, yeah, office of. <clears throat> yeah, he's going to burn the files. The Duddits files. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like Mulder getting rid of all the proof of his his office. I gotta gut this thing. I don't know why I always go back to the X Files and Star Trek. Oh yeah, I know. I'm a nerd. Yeah. So Gray, Mister Gray, waves down a, an army truck. One of uh, one of the blue crew, and it's uh, like, "Hello, I need a ride, Governor." Tip, Say, tip. that's a nice doggy. Hey, I like the looks of your doggy. Oh, I went Australian there for... Yeah. Man, I, I didn't even know if that was Australian. Yeah. That was something. Throw another it's shrimp on the body. getting close to Duddits. Yeah. So he puts a... Uh, <laughs> I, I want to bring up this one little point, because it's one of my questions later. He's like, oh, your tailgate's down. Uh, okay. It's fuck, a stock truck. Fuck off. Big deal. I'm not trusting you. I've already got my gun pointed at you. Your tailgate's down. This seems like a ruse to and me. And then he sir. goes, he makes like a, a face like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. So as they're walking to the back of the truck, Mr. Gray puts his jacket's hood up and we hear the <laughs> sound. And then he morphs and uh, eats the driver. Yep. And uh, But then he tosses him in the snow, too, just for good measure. Yeah. He was not as tasty. You know He's what is tasty? Full. The uh, the corpse, the alien corpse that he feeds the dog. Now, where do you suppose he got that alien corpse? From the back of the truck. Mm-mm. Yeah, dude, it was in it the, was back the back of the, of the truck. truck. No, that's his corpse. What? That's so when when the when the alien explodes no. on Jones and sucks him up his nose, he's all that's left is a, is a crispy little thing that that uh, Mr. Gray drags around with nope. him and is like, no. I'm gonna feed this to this uh, dog no. later. It's all part of the plan, boys. Uh, <laughs> nope, <laughs> yeah. not even close. Because <laughs> he gets his body back later, all the way. 
Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he that just turns this... into the dust. Yeah, that's true. And I think he dusts out when he bites people too. It's just they mm. don't show that. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that this other body came from the massacre earlier that day. Why would they clean that shit up? There well, was like a don't... deer and some other shit in there too. Yeah, they. It's just like the roadkill patrol. So maybe if there's a deer and shit in there, they're just gunning down aliens that are wandering around in the woods as well. Like yeah. All right, I'm going to send out a recon team, and you got snipers fucking dressed up in uh, snow gear, and yep. it's like Red Dawn and it shit. Is. Yeah. They're just out in the woods Bad blasting day in Wisconsin. That's what's that just... should be the movie. Let's You get Will Smith in, and uh, Bill Pullman's the president, and uh, it's it's Snow Independence Day. It's Chris, then, Christmas beautiful, Massacre. <laughs> beautiful scenery in this movie. It's called... Dreamcatcher colon bad Christmas in Wisconsin. <laughs> Every Christmas in Wisconsin. So he feeds the he feeds the dog the red stuff from the from the alien corpse and mm, tasty tasty. When you figure it's the same thing, like what's ten exploding hookers? What's a hundred? What's a thousand? What's eating half of an alien corpse? Licking the deer's head? It's all gonna infect the goddamn dog. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of tasty, tasty, my dog is enjoying a tasty treat. If that's coming over the headphones, <laughs> I think I can hear it. But uh, yeah, he's down there mowing. What the hell is he eating? It's not red, is it? It's a Nyla bone. Oh, okay. And it's not red. I checked. I almost thought you were going to say it's nylons. <laughs> like, oh, you got to get, oh, shit. That's worse than red mold. Oh, and it's just now been stole by the other little turd. Nice. <laughs> we should stop talking about Dream life, life Running is about commentary on these dogs. You got turds and uh, dogs eating red stuff. Yeah, why not? So Henry has found the skis and he's skied up to the military encampment. Wipes out on the way. He didn't pizza when he should have French fries. Or <laughs> he French fries, french fries when he should have pizza. Either way, he had a bad time. And uh, he's there and he like gets the sense about tom sizemore and morgan freeman i guess he he's does, reading like, their minds mind bullshit he can read minds that's his thing yeah but why the, he can read minds all the time why is morgan freeman like Ugh, morgan Ugh, freeman Ugh. and i think this is poorly explained and this is all i can figure he can feel him inside his mind because he's dealt with the goddamn aliens so much that he stops and he's like what wait a jiff so it's like somebody flying next to the millennium falcon yeah being like oh, yeah, my son is on that ship yeah morgan freeman's like somebody's beating around in my head hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Morgan Freeman wants to kill. They've got all these people, like uh, uh, this quarantine area. They've taken all the people that live in this snow place, Wisconsin, and, and put them in a barn, essentially. And he's talking about how the only way to know for sure is to wipe them all out. Can you take a chance on one person getting out of here? Are you? Do you know for certain, Tom Sizemore, that that yeah. person doesn't have... Spooky red shit on them. Or shit weasels coming in. Which one has the shit weasel? That's what he said. Yeah. Which right. one is it? Can you can you live with yourself if one gets out? How have they not gotten out before? If there's all these incidents, it seems like you can't set up a quarantine to get I don't know. red mold out. That's, uh, you know, we'll table that for later. All right. Because I'm going to talk about the whole idea of this invasion. So Henry has learned all of this from Morgan Freeman's mind meld. And uh, he stops Tom Sizemore and is like, your your boss is nuts. He's fucking crazy, man. He's going to kill all those people. Let me tell you a story about you. I'll prove to you that I am I'm with it and you can trust me because I'm going to recall tales about your dad and what a good guy he was and things that he said to you. And then you'll be my friend. Oh, it worked. I am your friend. All right. Okay, buddy. 
so he he says he goes back into Morgan Freeman's office and he's like, "Hey, that uh, Henry guy, he's a total dick. I put him in a shed. He wants to fucking uh, do bad stuff to you. Uh, go get him." So Morgan Freeman's like creeping around this tool shed with a fucking assault rifle, and <laughs> a gas mask. A gas mask. What's the gas mask for? To keep the Ripley off of him. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So wrong shed though. There's just some hillbilly in there. And, it's uh, the guy that owns the store. Yeah. Greg or something like that. <laughs> they call him by name. He has a name. <laughs> oh, shit. Not like, you, Greg. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> like, not your buddy, pal. Get, get back to the cabin before it gets too snowy. <laughs> Don't go up that route. Too alien-y. So Tom Sizemore rams the truck into uh, the shed where Henry actually is. And uh, he's like, get in. Come with me if you want to live. And drive off. Let's ask the question now, rather than later. Why tell Morgan Freeman anything? No, if you, you just believe, leave. You just get... So... Oh, I believe you. Come with me. The guy right is coming anyway, the general. Yeah, He's yeah, going to yeah. show up and take over in like 10 minutes anyway. Uh-huh. Just get in the Land Cruiser, and or what was it, a Land Rover, mm-hmm. and uh, go. And then, and then as they're driving off, Morgan Freeman sees them, and he's like, Oh, dare you. Like, he doesn't really see them. He just sees a truck driving off, pulls up his sniper rifle, and sees Tom Sizemore in the driver's passenger or driver's seat. And he's like, You betrayed me. No, he's, Maybe you he's just, tr- tr- you just crossed the Curtis line. Yeah, you crossed the Curtis line. What is the Curtis his, line? His name is Colonel Curtis, which, for all of the references that this movie makes to other movies, the one apparently they couldn't do was in the book. It's uh, Colonel Kurtz. It's the same character from uh, Apocalypse Now. Uh-huh. Apparently, they were like, oh, that's too Ooh, far. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's um, going to catch that. So, Curtis Our smart is his audience. name. And so, like, the Curtis line is his his BS imaginary line that if you're on the wrong side of that line, you're on the wrong side of him. I dare you to cross it. Dare you. He'll blow your finger off. Yeah. Or worse. But how does, like, he should be just be like, where's Tom Sizemore going? Huh. He must have told me about the wrong shed. Am I lost? Either he's betraying me or he's going for more scotch. <laughs> Let's hope it's the latter. So they're driving along, him and Henry, and Henry's like, oh, where are you, Jones? Where are you? Call 1-800-HENRY. And uh, Jones is in his mind warehouse, and he turns around, and there's a phone on the desk, all of the Matrix. He picks up the phone, dials 1-800-HENRY, I guess. Yeah. Wait! Oh, boy. So that's Tom Jane extending his mind power. He's helping, because he's the more powerful psychic. Mm -hmm. So he's helping by, like, putting a line in there for him to call out from. (laughs) Did you mention that he's like, say, that's a nice gun? Oh, yeah. Yeah, can I borrow your gun for a second? He said, let me see that gun. That's really nice. He's like, oh, it used to be John Wayne's. Again, why it matters. Yeah. So then he's got John Wayne's gun. And uh, uses it as the bat phone. (laughs) Ring, ring. Hello. Hello. And he starts talking on the gun. (laughs) It might as well be a banana. How can you possibly think that that's a good idea? In film. On film. On screen. uh, It's not. Lawrence Kasdan, if he read it, say it's in the book. Let's say at that point it's even worse because he read it, didn't think it was stupid. Then he wrote it and didn't think it was stupid. Then he shot it and didn't think it was stupid. Then he left it in the final cut and he didn't think it was stupid. They're telepaths. They can just talk to each other's brains. They don't need to talk on physical objects well, it's that a- aren't phones. Or out loud for that matter. Or out loud for that matter. If it- Fucking retarded. Yeah. 
this he may it, as well have taken off his shoe i know it's yeah exactly <laughs> i know it's not a phone but at the same time tom jane does not know how know how phones work he does not because he delivers his lines in the sequence where the other person classic instance of this has no opportunity to speak and rever- oh we got to get to this place well that's a great idea what what oh okay i'll do that totally yeah yeah we should do oh my gosh the other person also has to speak tom jane you fucking moron i like you tom jane i think you're a cool guy yeah boy you stink um (laughs) he looked at at points in this movie (laughs) like he's like my mom made me do this (laughs) and he looked like he on screen in his best takes were just like i'm i'm trying guys but i am not behind this shit I know what I know what's happening around me. I believe this film is about poop monsters. <laughs> so, uh, so Jonesy tells him to go get duddits. Like this is the only way we're going to solve this shit. Go get duddits. You you tell this Tom Sizemore about this duddits guy. And, and uh, meanwhile, you're Tom Sizemore. You're like, give me my gun back. <laughs> you're talking you're just, into you're him. like I listen to this guy. Uh, oh, what boy. am I doing? What now am he's I telling doing? Me to go drive over to somebody's house and get a mentally handicapped, potentially mentally handicapped person. We're not really clear. Who now has cancer? Yeah, leukemia, as as his mom says. Yeah, from Earth life. So he looks like we're shit. gonna save his mom for later. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're totally <laughs> saving his mom for later. Um. Also, uh, let's just bring up now the location. It's ten minutes away from the army secret army right on base. The, it seems like it's right on the highway. It's just it's the right same there. house from Pet Cemetery. Oh, oh, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't go too fast by there. There's yeah. children at play. Well, Dudlitz knows to stay out of the street <laughs> <laughs> for all of his shortcomings. He doesn't like to get hit by trucks. So they pick up Duddits and uh, Mom packs him up so a lunchbox full of drugs. It's a Scooby Doo lunchbox from the beginning of the movie, which never comes into play. But uh, I think it, I guess it's just like a shout out, like, "Hey, remember he likes Scooby Doo from the beginning? Yeah. Hey, you remember you're still watching this one movie for two and a half hours?" But uh, she's like, "I'm gonna let him go with you because he's so excited, and I think that he's gonna be happier dying with you than than in this room." Yeah. Which is, so, you know, you it's know, a nice sentiment. Yeah, it's a nice like, oh, is going to have one, one last ride for Duddits. Because well, he's obviously had so many adventures before that we didn't get to see that are probably all more interesting than this one. Yeah. Duddits. <laughs> I did it, finally. That was my impression of Duddits. Well, unbeknownst to them, Morgan Freeman has put a tracker in the gun. He knows exactly where they're at and where they're going and everything. And, and so he's like, fuck this shit. I've been relieved of duty. I'm stealing a chopper. He steals the sweet chopper, the TC chopper, the bubble, bubble yeah, bubble little, copter. With I think the it's a 22 Huey. I'm not sure. Mini gun on the front of it. Yeah, they're pretty sweet little jobs, though. Yeah. Well, Mr. Gray is crashing into the snow. I guess he just isn't good at driving. Did something jump out in okay, front of him? He blew a tire. Uh, I thought hmm. that he did blow a tire, but then at one point he's like trying to go somewhere, and Jonesy's like, "Turn left here." And he does, and then he crashes, and then you hear Jonesy go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what, that's after he steals the police car. Oh, that is after he steals the police car. Gotcha, yeah. bitch. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> He's too Sorry, we'll we'll wait for that. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait to just. Oh man, Jump spoiler ahead. alert. Here we'll fast forward. <laughs> and then he's like, "Fuck you, buddy." <laughs> now we'll go back in time. <laughs> so. He gets a cop car. The cop just conveniently drives by, and I guess he eats him, too. Yeah, chomps he looks him. looks pretty chomped. And uh, so he puts the dog in the car, because 
the dog is important. I didn't make the connection that the dog was important. I thought he was just kind of being a dick. Like, here you go. Now you're infected, dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog is important. Yeah, the dog is important. So it turns out that Duddits is telling uh, about uh, that he knew about Mr. Gray this whole time. And, and Henry is now piecing it together about the girl in the well. And then, oh, saving the world from Mr. Gray, not mystery. Oh, you set this whole thing. You must have made Jones. Jones and Mr. Gray didn't meet by accident. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to help right now. Oh, okay. And that's why he called him into traffic so that he would essentially get hurt, right? And die. Because that's what they say, right? Is that when he died twice on the street. He can't get infected by butt fungus, I guess, at that point. Yeah, that he is now able to not... Get infected by butt fungus. Yeah, so like, even though he sniffed in Mr. Gray, he's not going to shit out a shit weasel. He, he didn't break his nose in the accident. He broke his butt, so it goes in through his nose, but not his butt. Or he, so he no longer has shit weasel birth and hips. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the one's too screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it now has a growth on it. And they they just can't make shit weasels. There's too many uh, plates in there. Yeah, it won't pass. Won't it pass it makes no fucking sense. No, it doesn't. So there's, there's a point to where I'm like where we keep talking about Mr. Gray that mm-hmm. like the destruction and the nonsense is making him a physical character. Well, we're we're getting to one that it also reveals another big one that I know you have a serious problem with. And uh, it's that table it. Sure. Mr. Gray. He knows that Mr. Gray also wants to go to water. He says, Mr. Gray, what? Or war. He yeah. says war, and the guy's like, war? He wants to go to war? No, he wants water. So, oh, he's headed to the reservoir. Yeah. That's where uh, That's where all the water goes to Boston. Boston. Yeah, it's all Boston's water. And he puts one worm in the water. It's the end of the world. One worm. One worm is enough to infect the entire planet. Just one. Just one. <laughs> so they're, they're headed straight to the reservoir to cut cut that shit off. Can't do that. So, Mr. Gray makes it to the reservoir, which is... When, apparently, he gets the flat tires, Jackie was saying, and then the old Jonesy screws him over real nice by going, turn left here. Remember remember when we said that earlier? Oh, I'll rewind. So, uh, Duddits and company pull up right afterwards, after uh, Mr. Gray makes it into, like, a pump house? (laughs) Here's here's the question that I'm going to burn. Well, I want to know what the building is. Yeah, I think it's the pump house. You know what? A pump know. of a reservoir? That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. I don't know, man. Why is there like a manhole inside of this building? You, it's is a it like, fucking lake right there, yeah, maybe buddy. Maybe it's a monitor. Toss the worm in there. Maybe it's like the monitor for the aqueduct or something to see how much water is going. I have no idea. The water's just right there. I have no Mr. idea what Gray. the thing is. Yeah. But this fake dog looked ridiculous. Did it? Oh, with him slumped over his back when he's breaking <laughs> yeah. into the yeah. thing. Yeah. The no, dog. Man, no animals were harmed in the making of this film. It was a fake dog. Sam, what was your uh, question? My question was, and this isn't a very important one, but didn't it seem like Tom Sizemore parked an awful long way away from the <laughs> pump house? <laughs> like, you guys stay here. I'm going to take, I'm going to walk the other half mile up to the pump house. You know, maybe house. I better back up a little bit. Yeah, like, that's, just drive up there. He knew that there was an explosion coming. Wanted to make sure everybody was safe. And it wouldn't have affected him if he no. wouldn't park closer to the pump house. No, or whatever the thing is. So as he's walking up, Tom Sizemore is like, I'm going to go it alone, boys. You stay here. I've got my fucking uh, mini era, my SMG and my pistol, my Tom John, yeah. or John Wayne pistol. And I'm going to go in and, and take care of shit again, solo. I have to burn another one. 
why did you go get duddits if you're going to go in solo? Exactly. Yeah, wouldn't you want to take duddits in with you? Didn't he seems you to have get superpowers. Him for a reason. You need duddits to save the world, boys, with your mind thing. Maybe Tom Sizemore is starting to question shit here. Like, He's well, like, that guy talked into a gun. Yeah. And yeah. he's uh, brought along his little his little friend Dunn. His little here. buddy. <laughs> and uh, I'm just glad he got me to the right place. I've got I've got a lunch pail in my car now with Scooby-Doo on the side of it. What the fuck am I doing? Hey. I, I, you know what? I'm going to storm this castle, whether there's anybody in it or not. Yeah. I don't need these two taking my guns. But interrupted because here comes fucking Freeman. <laughs> fucking... In his chopper. Fuck you, Tom Sizemore. So they get in a gunfight. Helicopter Tom Sizemore versus, versus normal chopper. Conventional firearms that do not have a very good travel. Nine millimeter and a uh, forty-five. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to hit that helicopter. Uh-uh. But Morgan Freeman has to take two passes at it <laughs> to hit him. <clears throat> Even well, though that uh, chopper is solely designed for shooting men on yeah. the ground. Well, I think it's, it's meant for shooting into masses. Like, one person is a problem when you're Flying a helicopter and shooting a Gatling gun. I guess. But Thomas Tom, Eisenhower could have made it harder. On the second pass, he gets hit. He's oh, down, yes. but he's not out. He shoots the chopper to the ground. <laughs> with, <laughs> with the forty-five. Yep. With John Wayne's forty-five. Yeah. That's probably why it did it. Yeah, that's that's why. Spirit of John Wayne. There's probably some backstory that they had to leave on the cutting room floor that John Wayne was like done it. <laughs> he was a good alien that like he's like, here's your special forty-five that'll shoot down a fucking helicopter. Why would I need that? Oh, don't worry. You will. I've got a plan. It's <laughs> all John Wayne's plan. My plan is to Steven Seagal out here. So uh, he's dead. Tom Sizemore's laying on the ground. He's bleed, bled out. He's dead. Henry's like, oh shit. So he grabs the gun. I'm going to go in. You stay here, Duddits. Okay, what the fuck am I here for? Anyways. So he goes in. The poop monster has come out of the dog, which is goofy looking. Cause yeah, and they don't. Half really. the poop monster's out, and half of it's still in the dog's butt when it's on screen. <laughs> yeah. And they tried to make the dog look as peaceful as possible. Yeah. Like, everybody yeah. else is mutilated horribly. They're like, well, we don't want to do the dog, so. <laughs> no, you killed the dog. It's dead. It's dead. From you, its injuries. I mean, yeah. From poop. On string. Glad that you wussed out with that one. It jumps up, and uh, uh, Henry's spraying bullets all over the place, but then it jumps onto the gun, bites the gun, and Henry's like, fuck you, buddy. Blows it off the gun. It's a good thing I did that because yeah. he wasn't hitting the broad he side of a bar. Not is I, that's yeah whatever. <laughs> so it's dead. So they're sitting there. The poop monster's dead. Everything's okay except for Henry's like worried that Jones isn't Jones. He's still Mister Gray. So he's like, you have to prove to me that you're Jones, bud. And he's just about to say what he wants him to say because the, the the sign on the side of the garage says. Yeah. Don't bounce, don't play, or something. No, yeah. no bounce, no play. No, no bounce, no play. And he's like, no bounce. Then Duddits fucking stumbles in. Oh, we should mention that there's still one more eggshell that's hatched. Yeah, there's because a worm. the life cycle of this animal makes zero sense. It hatch, it comes out of a butt with eggs ready to hatch. What? Table it. But then later, it's gonna get bigger. Table it. I don't know. So Duddits stumbles in. Oh shit. Ooby dooby doo. We got some work to do now. Well, he also says whatever, because it's no bounces, no pay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm as good as Donnie Wahlberg. You are. You are. Yeah. Well, Mr. Gray is like, oh fucking shit! It's goddamn duddits, motherfuck. So he forces Jones 
to he, poop his entire. No, he dusts out again. They just did a crap. Are you job. sure? Jackie he thought can't that come he out pooped. of his butt. Did he? Did he? It looked like he pooped about. It did look like he would be ripped in half. That thing was bigger than him. Yeah, but it came up from his backside. So it what I thought from is his that side. he came out of Jonesy's buns, oh. like you know, kind of like a runny cat diarrhea, and then just kind of built himself up behind yeah, him well, and was like, know, "I'll Bam. take it. I'll take it." You know, I know a little bit about Newtonian laws. I have shown this uh, uh, this podcast, and energy can neither be created nor destroyed. And as we know from relativity, energy is equal to mass. Uh, where is all of that mass inside of Jones? Maybe he's like a balloon. So he's very thin. He's yeah. very, uh, not dense. Maybe he can, like, collapse his, like, very, we're, we're all made of mostly space. Very vulnerable to a blow dart. Like, they're so far advanced of us that they can't hit the fucking <laughs> Table it, <laughs> Table Sam. it. God damn it. So, anyways, Mr. Gray, the full Mr. Gray is out there. He's he's big. He's he's nasty, and he's got teeth everywhere, and uh, like a claw table tail that you know can stab like three claws that can form into one claw. What is the deal with the tail thing? It's like it sounds like scissors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's three. I just don't know. Yeah. And it's a spear, and it's got a butthole on it. Yeah, it's. I think that's where they poop too. I kind of caught that because one end of the of the uh, poop is a shit weasels is a mouth. Yeah. The other end is a hole with claws on it. So that's like really adding insult to injury when you kill somebody and then you shit inside them. You stab them with your spear tail and you open it up and you just take a big dump right in there. Yeah. Take that, Duddits. I just pooped in your chest. I'm going to rip your head off and shit down your neck. Yeah. Shout out. Greatest video game ever. Pac-Man? Official no prize, if anybody can tell me. Uh, so he picks up Duddits, like Duddits is ready to throw down. It's like, fuck you, Mr. Gway. So he picks him up and slams him to the ground. No, fuck you, Duddits. You're just a little bitch. And uh, stabs him right in the chest with his shit tail, butt- butthole tail. But then the greatest part of the entire movie, you've been waiting this whole time, Sam. Duddits! <laughs> I Duddits! Punches his head. Oh god damn it! And then he turns into a cobra, sort of shit cobra. I don't know what he turns into really? It's a different alien that also has a spear tail. Yeah, is it the same alien? They're different. They're different because Duddits looks One, like a shit cobra. They're definitely colored differently, and but like, I don't get the Duddits shit cobra. Doesn't have like an open. His whole body isn't a mouth like the other mm. one, That's but he does true. have a spear tail. Yeah. Huh. Well, then he like. uh they kind of rumble for a little bit, but then, like, I guess Duddits forms goo onto the other one, and then starts vibrating, and then explodes them both. Like he takes made, them both out. Like he I will sacrifice myself to kill you. Yes, uh, I would like to know how that's written in the book. Like, because it's you not. Can, he saves oh, him yeah, with bacon. Right. Saves him with bacon. Yeah, no. Henry kills. Henry saves Jonesy. And that there was never, I don't think that the Earth was ever in jeopardy, but there would have been a large infection had he not. Less less cheese, for sure. Yes. Coming out of the uh, Wisconsin. There was no battle of aliens at the end. Well, that last worm, it almost makes it into the pond, but then Jones steps on it. Then they're buds again. You okay? I'm great. Credits! Yeah. I have to ask the first question. Sure. Uh, because, as we well know, this movie is listed as a horror slash sci-fi. So, is it scary? No. No. 
No. Is it one of the least scary movies ever? Like, let's put it to this. Is it scarier or least less scary than Halloween 3 Season of the Witch? I think it's less scary. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it is also less scary. The hu- the toilet humor in it, just, it, it's not scary to me. It's just it, like, oh, my God, this turning, is retarded. Turning children into bugs is more scary. It's it's uh, There's a little bit of horror thematically I mean, in it, ha- Halloween 3. This is just puzzling. Puzzling. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is uh, so far the least scary movie we've ever reviewed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's next? Out of the four, who has the best powers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that, you know, what's his face? Timothy Oliphant. What's his? Pete? Yeah, Pete. His is the coolest. It's the most useful, but obviously Tom Jane's telepathy is the most powerful. Why? Because he can make a phone turn into a gun or a gun he turn into He just seems to have the most powerful ability to I read people's reading minds. you're way too much into it, man. Having seen it three times, I'm just telling you what I can interpret. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sticking with Pete because uh, I think he's still got a laser finger and because it makes a bang sound, so he's a finger banger. Doesn't help him not be dead. Finger bang. Yeah. I'm going with Henry as well. Okay. I like yeah. the telepathy thing. I guess Henry does make it out, him and Jones. And 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 Jones, for the most part, was just a courier. So he seems to be able to use it at will more than anybody other than Pete. Yeah, and I have no interest in the, the in the memory warehouse. I, I do not no. need to go to the memory warehouse. So yeah, Henry's not a bad choice from you guys, but uh, I think uh, Pete's power's cooler because it's actually got like you can see it. Yeah. Uh, and then we Beaver, his is totally useful because he can kind of like see into the future. But uh, it's he, he can pick up toothpicks off the floor. It's inadvertent, and you can't ever. It, he can't control it, it seems like. Yeah, he's definitely the weakest link, and he's also the first to die. Yes. Okay, Jackie. What does SSDD stand for, other than same shit, different day? Does it have a, a separate meaning in this movie? No, I don't think so. I, think I thought that it did, because it's so overused. Like, they're writing it on the walls, and, like, it's their fucking thing. And But then it, I guess it kind of disappears, so maybe you're right that they're unhappy at the beginning, like... Fucking same shit, different day. You you too, bro? Yeah. Yeah, me too, bro. Yeah, shit, man. Shit sucks, dude. And then halfway through the film, they're like, well, this shit is not the same shit. This is different shit. This is actual shit coming out of people's butts and then eating them. So pretty different shit. Yeah. Same day. Same day. Same day. Sure. But uh, yeah. the shit is different. different this is shit, shit with teeth. <laughs> this is, that's, well, that's that's, you know. Eating that uh, late night combo box, Jack in the Box. Sometimes that has teeth too, but uh, this is different shit than that shit. This yeah. actually talks to me and has eyeballs. So the uh, the back room in the mind library is that the spank bank? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It has a black curtain. Yeah, or is the spank bank somewhere else? Hmm. You know, I, I, I maybe Jones's power isn't that bad because if you can actually go to a physical place that is your mind. Where memory warehouse, you could uh, jerk off in your spank bank. Nobody would know you were in there, and there's no messy cleanup. You just be at work staring at the wall. (laughs) 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 What happened to your pants? Nothing. Doesn't look like nothing. I don't even know where to start with some of these questions. Uh, So many of these are going to tie together. My next question is... uh, Let's let's try to itch these out one at a time. Okay. I'm going to start with, why does Duddits make Jonesy get ran over? I just don't know. I thought that it's so that he couldn't be... You tried to get there. Yeah, because I think that if he had died 
and came back to life, then he couldn't be possessed by the shit weasel. But he is possessed by Mr. Gray, which is also part of his plan. But he can't be used as a host for the parasite. And it doesn't make one lick of fucking sense hmm. as to why. Hmm. It seems like that's what they state, but... <sighs> but the but Mr. Gray is worse than the parasite, I believe. So it's not that good of a deal. This but- is all leading into the one thing. What is the plan? Yeah, the, the, is this whole scenario that plays itself out Duddits's plan from the beginning? From the beginning with uh, the girl from in the well. the poop. From eating the poop. Like, this is my plan. This is how I'm going to save on Earth. Earth. I got to get to point B, which is save Earth. I, I've just got here. Uh, I got to save it. How do I get there? Uh, this so, Mr. Gray guy is coming. He knows that Mr. Gray's coming. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, so he's like, I'm going to go to Earth to stop Mr. Gray. And he guess he works for like an agency or something. Oh, he's like uh, the other side's men Space in black. Space cop or some yeah. shit. He's like, all right, I got this. I'm going to go to Earth and I got a huge. And they're like, that's going to take. I mean, this do you just want to go years? shoot him and then do some years. other stuff? Because we've got like other stuff for you to do. Yeah, your desk is piling up in 20 years. He's like, years. no, I got this plan. I'm going to go there and I'm going to wait for him. And then on the other end, Mr. Gray's like, oh, that son of a bitch. He's smart. I'm going to wait him out. Uh-huh. And so then, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to make sure that they try to feed me the poop. Then yep. this guy's going to show up, and they're going to save him. I'm going to give him special powers. We'll just get the lady out of the well for the hell of it. She seems like a nice enough girl. Mm-hmm. Um, how much am I going to tell my mom? How much does his mom know? Well, okay. Uh, she knows no, something. You're moving too fast because yeah. we have a, you can't even bring up the mom yet. Uh, but his plan is this, to this whole elaborate thing where he puts humanity on the brink of destruction and then pops like a fucking dandelion <laughs> yeah he just grabs and explodes each other i don't fucking get it it seems like if you don't put jones on the path to be the carrier for mr gray then mr gray has no carrier and never is a problem to begin with i don't understand it i don't at get all. it at all all right jackie do you, do you want to try to theorize anything no i don't get this part at all i'm Dud- like it's- okay he it, it's obviously a plan now is it a good plan probably not but it's a Duditz. Duditz is it, the foundation of this movie. The movie. Yeah, dude. If, if your name is Duditz, I mean, come on. The fact that the guy had a plan at all was like, uh, all right. Why, again, is he handicapped or not? And I think that maybe he spread out his superpowers to these four boys just in case his vessel didn't last. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm okay, just speculating the, at this point. Here's a quick follow-up to that, though, that is won't take a long to discuss. Is... The blow up, the 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 final fight between Duddits and Mr. Gray, is that the worst payoff and climax that you've ever seen in a movie? It's really bad. It was, I think it's my worst. It was disappointing. Like not even anything, just goo and then explode ish. It's like music tension. Hey, you cool? Like, I'm cool. They're grabbing each other's shoulders and they're turning colors and they just popped. It that was the fight. Yep. You've been saying Duddits every 10 minutes for two and a half hours, and that's what you give me with the end for Duddits? It seems very familiar to uh, the climactic fight scene from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like That at least panned. I mean, it, it huh? stretched it out a little bit. It, was, yeah. it sucked. Yeah. But this was like not even a fight. So let's go ahead and ask the main, the big one. Who is Duddits? You you say your theory is that he's working for uh, working for space MIB. Uh, but uh, is he an alien that has 
immaculate conceptioned a woman uh, or is there did she fuck it did his mom fuck an alien and well they say that he's at the state home so it's like did she adopt him he i don't even know it was like and fell to earth and then well, they're like this this poor actually, bastard here's a theory okay because mr gray his race comes out of people's butts <laughs> Uh, naturally, his mortal enemy would be an alien who came out of a lady's vagina. Because butts and vagina are opposite. You know what? I have a butt. What's the opposite of my butt, Sam? You my vagina? Well, you Thanks, don't guy. Have, I'm, I don't think you want an alien coming out of your penis. No, the opposite of a butt is a mouth. <laughs> okay. You put the food in your mouth, it comes out your butt. That's maybe the opposite. Maybe he just tricked her. He's like, look, I came out of your vagina. Or and maybe he like, just was like, hey, that kid looks okay. And he went with that one. Like, he was just walking around a hospital, right, as this little piece of mist, and he was like, oh, there's my guy. I got a theory. Sure. Uh, so, back to the Men in Black thing. Yeah, uh, the, the the first one, the main villain, in, he's a bug, and he takes over a redneck's body, and the body doesn't fit, and so he's always walking around half-cocked and, and uh, limping around and is stretching his face, and his words don't come out right. This is kind of what happens to Duddits. He gets sent from their men in black to Earth, and he either... In fact, he kills a person in order to wear their skin. He kills a person to wear their skin, or he does the immaculate conception thing. But either way, no matter what, something doesn't fit right in the brain area, and it squishes his brain and uh, gives him the speech impediment. I feel like it's an act. Oh, I think he's got it going on upstairs, obviously. He's well, I don't got this 20-year like, plan. Even the leukemia and the whole sickness of his human body is all just part of the plan, the dumbest plan ever, but part of it. Yeah, like maybe he was poisoning himself so that when he did run into Mr. Gray, he would be able to give him earth poisons through a tail. I don't think he's really sick. I think he's just like appearing that way to be unassuming. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to think it's the handicapped guy with leukemia. You know what? I still don't. (laughs) (laughs) Saw the end of the film. I'm not so sure. I'm not convinced. I will agree with, uh, after watching it for the third time and really evaluating all the acting, Donnie Wahlberg does steal the show. Yeah, he really does. (laughs) Good for him. Jackie, are you out of questions? No. My my biggest question is, why do they call this movie Dreamcatcher? I don't don't fucking get it. Well, from my understanding of what a Dreamcatcher is, Literally, is that, as they say in the film, it's a thing to catch nightmares, to prevent you from having nightmares. All the the spooky demons that will infest your mind at the night get caught up in this dream catcher, and so they can't, and you will sleep well. That's my understanding of what a dream catcher actually was to the uh, Native yeah. Americans. Donnie Wahlberg's Duddits does not do that. No. That is a net, a, a, a spooky net. The there's no net in this film so of spookiness. Apparently in the book, you know, there is no fight between Duddits and Mr. Gray. Yeah, as, as there is stated no Mr. many Gray, times. But he serves as a sort of dream catcher in the novel, which makes more sense, as I understand it. But How? I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know what it is in here. I mean, they and they know that when they're making it. Like, Lawrence Kansan knows that he's abandoned whatever idea of the dream catcher he, there was in the book. And so he just keeps putting them on screen and... Even at the end, like, oh, there's another Dreamcatcher. I've said it. I've called him the Dreamcatcher. I've showed him all around Dreamcatchers, but I've never told you why. I have a theory. Sure. People like to say salsa. salsa. You know why salsa is popular? It's because people like to say salsa. It's like salsa. People heard Dreamcatcher, this, this buzzword that was floating around for a while, 
And yeah. uh, you know, let's uh, let's run with that. People like that word. Dream I think it, it sounds eerie. I think as many tickets as it sold might have been due to the title. Probably. Uh, it is a good title. Yeah. That's why you got to stick with it, but yeah, I think it's never just, explained I think it's it. It's just a title. Do you know that it, the the novel vehicle. was originally called Cancer, but Stephen King's wife wouldn't let him call him that. Call it that. Mm. So he instead called it Dreamcatcher. My next question is: What happened to all the other spooky aliens? Every other invasion time, or just the other ones that were just running around? this one? Because are they all dead? I guess they have to be, otherwise the world is doomed. Well, I. So what about all the animals that have the red on them? They were quarantined and killed. Yeah, I don't think that they were going to catch all. all of those. So that would no. lead into this question. Did the Earth perish? I think that we don't have a choice. We I think Earth loses to bloody butt. I would say no. I say some fucking way they burn it all, I guess. That's what I was going to say, too. They start a forest fire and, and it burns everything. And yeah, everybody. but this happens all the time. Yeah, that's the only way. Because if it happens all the time, it obviously they've got some sort of a shitty system. <laughs> Uh, but it leads into this question, and this is a this is a multiple part question. This is two parter. Is the surface of the Earth seventy percent water? Uh, yep. In that case, did Mister Gray do a poor job choosing the landing area of his spacecraft? Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I okay. think he missed, or, or not, unless unless they have this, you know, because they're kind of slimy, right? If they get into salt water, they shrivel up like a snail. Maybe the salt waters. I could. I mean, I could buy that if they you know, put I'm that sh- in there. I guess, yeah, if they'd say that. They said that. You still got uh, the Great Lakes. Those are big. Those yeah. are pretty big. If he just needs to get to water, he should have gone down the toilet. Should have just flushed. I, oh, toilet. Yeah, water. There's fucking water all over. There's streams why, and everything Why do else. we even want to bite chasing Lee in the fucking nuts? I, or, just go down just the toilet. Just hang out in the snow until it melts and... Go with the snow melt. There's water fucking everywhere. Fucking everywhere. They're in Wisconsin. Where? I mean, if you would have gone to Minnesota, that's the land of ten thousand lakes. It is so stupid. And you know, on that note, when we were talking about this, and I just had this thought: Mm -hmm. Why does he go up for a wiener chomp? There's a lot of wiener chomping in this movie. Instead of just you know going into the toilet water and like, all right, free ride. He's flushing the toilet. I can go directly to the uh, the recycling facility we figure that place has a septic but that monster would have known that it would have gone down and got stuck in there then gotten back up and been fine because it's a shit weasel and it can do whatever yeah Yeah, but it's a wiener chomper why don't they just put red in the clouds the red mold in the clouds and when it rains oh yeah we're fucking it's acid rain what happened when they blew up the ship they're like okay turn it into a cloud (sighs) put it everywhere makes me go into my next question because i've been listening to your argument about that for 10 years now that the internet has heard it as well. What happened in Montana? Because <laughs> it sounded fun. He giggled. Yeah. That oh, incident Montana. in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? How? What good came out of fighting these spooky aliens that was so fucking yes? Oh, like the B squad showed up in Montana and they were going to do their whole thing where they have to kill all the wildlife and they just go out there and they're like, oh shit, they're here already. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then the the ship accidentally act, explodes on its own, and like, whoa, what a fucking pooch screw those aliens did. Or there was no aliens, and they just had a luau. Because it seems like Morgan Freeman's character likes to party. <laughs> what happened in Montana was they were waiting for it, because that's where they had figured out it was going to hit, and they screwed up and ran into the side of the moon and died. What happens in Montana? <laughs> <laughs> then they all got drunk in Montana and didn't what, have to do anything. What happens in Montana stays in Montana. The river runs through it was in Montana. Yeah. Okay. What's your next question, Sam? So how much did Dunnitz's mom know? 
Because she says, go save the world. Yeah, she knows. Yeah, she but does I, the Dunnitz thing where she puts her hands above her head. I never noticed that save the, the world. third time around. Like, she's like, Dunnitz. She's like cheering for him like like uh, like parents do at Little League. Oh, yeah. The uh, T-ball and shit. Hey, that's my boy. <laughs> he's, he's fucking awesome. The whole idea of Dunnitz's mom is just absolutely ludicrous. Who the fuck is she? Dunnitz's mom. She's looking pretty good, though, for her age. Okay, serious question. It has nothing to do with the... Well, it does have to do totally with the plot of the film. But if you take away Tom Sizemore and Morgan Freeman, just get them out of the film, does it change at all? Do they? Does their story arc contribute in any way to the plot of this film? No, it doesn't. They don't. They're inadvertent. They're, they're witnesses to the lack of plot in the film. It's just like they're we got to blow up some shit. They're a sidetrack. They are a sidetrack. They are a totally separate movie. Again, it seems like just like trying to whittle the 800 pages down, he didn't ever make a coherent path through it. The Kurtz character, I don't think that Tom Sizemore has a character in the book. I think the Kurtz character is the bad guy. Hmm. They're trying to escape with their lives from being killed by him. Mm -hmm. So it just doesn't make it into this version of when you turn Mr. Gray into a person and, and Duddits has to fight him. All of the sudden, you're not telling the same story, even though it says, oh, they really followed the events and were pretty true to the novel. At the same time, when you change that one thing, you've changed the story entirely. And I don't even know if you have a story now. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly think that you can cut both of their shit and uh, significantly reduce the running time of this film. And it's not going to matter at all. No, yeah. you get less explosions. Yeah. You get less dumb shit. I mean, the reason it's enjoyable to watch. The slowest parts of the film in, in its defense are uh, the Morgan Freeman, Tom Sizemore conversations. I thought the slowest parts of the film were the, the long introductions to every character that still don't develop them at all. Well, you know, and the thing is, is that they, they made it to the end battle right but they weren't even involved in that battle they killed each other off before that they, battle even began the, before the, they even got into the, the tailgate party of the battle they yeah. made it to yeah it they was got like, too drunk at the tailgate party yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> it's just like what well, they're dead huh okay is there a character in this movie that has a clear motivation that isn't just like oh his motivation is to fight the aliens save oh, the world yeah it's is there someone who has a character with a motivation that isn't point B of the thin plot? Because just having the motivation of, I want to do this, isn't really a motive. Why do you want to do this? The guy in the in the shed, he just wants his barn back. He does just want his barn back. That's absolutely <laughs> That's true. That's one. That's one character I think who that, has a clear motivation. I think that Pete really wants to find true love. I What? No. Because he, he flirted with the lady one time? And then when he's getting drunk watching the lady that they find in the snow, he's talking about how he can't get any women to go out with him and he's lonely. And he Look, he's two more beers, Pete's going to bang that corpse. So the only character, the main character that has a motivation has a motivation that has nothing to do with the plot at all of the movie. Oh, and barely is even referenced. Mm, I can see your point now. Yeah. It's a real pitfall when you're, when you're making a Cricket. story that's one of the... <laughs> Why is a really big deal. Uh, Duddit's mom wants to root for the home team. Yeah, Duddit's mom. Go on, my boy. Yeah, there's some of the yeah the peripheral characters have motivations. She loves Why her son. Why do the aliens want to conquer Earth? I guess they're out of space. Yeah, it's so. But Mr. Gray, yeah, the thing lame. is, it's like that's the problem with 
Mr. Gray versus Duddits and his like waiting and how their situation that is completely unexplained plays out, it turns his motivation into an incomprehensible mess. Yeah. He has none. None. I don't think so. I've got one last question. So this is a long one. So you breathe red mold and uh, that makes you shit out of poop weasel. I think you have to touch it or eat it. Okay, so know. you have contact with the red mold. It's got to be physical contact. And then th- that means you become a carrier to a shit weasel. And then that you poop the shit weasel out and it kills you. And then that makes by killing you, you are then pregnant or the shit weasel is then pregnant, which gives birth to eggs that are worms. And then the red comes from uh, uh, the the butt, the grays. The, the, the red, red mold? The red mold seems to come out of his butt in the bathroom. I don't know. Where's that blood? Where There's, where do the my point is where do the, the, the big aliens come from? How do they get involved in the whole uh, gestation cycle of uh things? What I'm wondering, do the shit weasels just like grow legs eventually? And is there a fourth stage? Do they because become like shit whales? Jackie brings up early, like r- very early in this film where when we see the shit weasel crawl onto the to the big gray or the blue. I don't know if they're grays or blues. Uh, it doesn't like I. You think it's gonna be like morphed into it, like sucked up into the body of it, but it's just like, hey, buddy, I'm sitting on your shoulder. It's like a fucking parrot on a, yeah. on a like, hey, guy, I just killed that guy in the bathroom. Let's kill this guy. Ha ha ha! We're pals. We're totally different species. Are what they are we different even species, doing together? or is it just like they? Like the baby of the greys. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought it was. Yeah, you think? That they eventually grow legs, because when he's in his menacing form, his tail is the same, and his head is the same, but he just has some legs. Okay. All right. So let's run with this. So the uh, you start out as red mold, then sure. you grow into a shit weasel, and then you shit out, or you give birth to eggs that are worms that aren't red mold. They're like mini versions of a adolescent alien, yeah. but then the adolescent alien grows into a tall thing. So it's still like, why even the worms? If you start out as red mold, what What's, do the worms, the worms do? All about? Why are they pre- pregnant? Why are they born pregnant? Uh, what is? How does that make sense? And here's a bigger question: uh, If it is one thing, and it's part of one life cycle of a species, and the end of it. Is a giant mouth with two legs and a tail that's Actually, a spike. The end of it is to explode. That's the well, only that's thing true. I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, but if you're a giant mouth with a tail that's spiny and two legs, how did you ever develop technology? Uh, interstellar technology. Technology, which if you can travel across the universe, you can navigate time and space, but you can't fucking land a ship into the goddamn water. Or, I mean, in reality, you hand a Rubik's Cube to Mr. Gray, he's not going to be able to do it. He doesn't have the uh, digits to manipulate matter. Maybe that's why they bit off... uh... Because Duddits has arms and hands when he changes. Right. He makes sense, kind of. So, but maybe that's why they... They bit Beaver's fingers off at the beginning. They were jealous. Yeah, when he's on the toilet and they're like, oh, look at those digits. And they just went in for the kill. (laughs) Well, I got to say this film, we figured out the Wicker Man. This film has stumped us. There's nothing to figure out. We cannot figure out what this film is about. It is a mess. It is a huge hot piece. We figured out Slipstream. We have figured out several. uh, I know who killed me. We had good theories behind. This film has defeated us. 
Absolutely. I don't think that, I mean, even when we're answering the question, did we answer any of the questions that we asked? No. There's no way to answer any of the questions. It just leads to more questions. It is I have one, one of the most. Question. Con- Please continue. Is inadvertently the message of this film to not help people? Yes. Because every time you try to help people in this movie, shit gets fucked up. It turns to shit. It's Symptomatic. all just shit. When you when you help a guy, it's shit. He's shit. You're shit. Sh- your bathroom is just covered in shit. It's all shit, Sam. I would like to hear what you guys are going to say about uh, recommendations for this film. We'll start with Jackie because you're a first timer around this. I'm going to say do. Okay. I, I liked it. I was entertained even though it was two hours and there was some stupid bullshit. But I was entertained enough to stay with the movie. Enough to have questions about this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of questions, but yeah. still, I mean, even though the character development and whatnot was poor, I, you know, I didn't give a shit when anybody died. But <laughs> everybody I, gave a shit while they died, though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I enjoyed it and I thought it was kind of fun. And the the poop the poop humor the poop humor was done enough that like it wasn't like a twelve year old poop humor. It was okay. This yeah, is supposed to be a scary poop poop humor but it, <laughs> it's so it was stupid. retarded and it was like okay whatever you know okay sammy it's just your third bout third bout and i would just say that if you like bad movies you gotta you gotta do this one at least once because it is a this is the gloss like the most from a technical standpoint of shooting and editing the visual effects are not great but they're competent competent yeah this is the best looking train wreck but it is just a train wreck it is a massive, massive, massive train, train wreck, wreck. Yeah. and because of that, uh, it's just a definite. You have to do it. It it doesn't seem shorter than two and out two hours and thirteen minutes, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem longer. Either. You don't suffer through it. Yeah, I think uh, I think you cut out the Tom Sizemore Morgan Freeman thing and just make the explosions happen someplace else. You get rid of all that dialogue. Cut this thing down an hour and 45 minutes. And this is electric shit on fire and would be one of the stalwarts of bad movies. But even without it, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. I absolutely think it is fantastic. I think it's total crap. As, as I say, anything you want to, that you look for in a bad movie, stupid story. Uh, yeah. Uh, poorly delivered lines. Uh, yeah. Uh, inappropriate humor in, in, in a mixed message that you're trying to convey to your audience. Yep. It mm-hmm. just all of these things. And, and of course, we got to mention all these big name actors that like, it's fun to have a shitty movie where you've never hurt anybody. But when you have people that you see on the screen all the time that have like careers and, and, and houses in the Beverly Hills and, uh, reputations and, and their careers on the line. And you look at them and go, dude, the fuck, man. I mean, how did you read the script? You're a red carpenter. The fuck. Yeah. It's great. I absolutely love Dreamcatcher. I loved it more the second time around. It's a total fucking. I game. think I liked it better the third time. Yeah, because the second time I was really the first time I actually had a hard time with it. Yeah, because I was. Well, you're not expecting it. You don't know what's coming. You're just like, oh, this is going to be a shitty horror movie. First, I'm not going to like this. Well, the first time I watched it, I had a build up that it was supposed to be a good movie, and I was like, this is just awful. And then when I was like, Sean, you got to come over and watch this. So and so liked it, and the second time I'm kind of like, this is so bad. It's it's kind of funny. And then this time around in the 
fully knowing that this is a terrible, terrible movie, I just had a blast with it. Yeah. I, I fell out of my chair twice. Laughing, oh, yeah. The gun thing was just, I forgot completely that he'd used the gun as a phone. <laughs> that is so stupid. It's amazing. This is, uh, I, I think this actually may end up making my year in review, and I didn't think it was going to. I thought we were going, I thought we were going to suffer for two and a half hours going, oh, we're just going to try to figure this thing out. But there is a lot of fun to be had. Oh, yeah. I, I knew that it was going to be okay. I didn't know that I was going to like it that much, but I, I, having seen it twice before, knew that there wasn't a lack of events. Yeah. Hot shit. Sam's pick next week. What do you got for us coming up, Sam? I haven't figured it out. He yet. hasn't figured it out. Are you are you are you going towards Christmas at all? Or are you? Well, I think we're past Christmas, aren't we? Oh yeah, we will be past Christmas past once your Christmas. episode comes out. So uh, check out some. I actually had something written down, but if it po wasn't price uh, stuff, I don't know. <laughs> New Year's New Year's Day, the movie. No, yeah, I don't think that no. exists. Mm -mm. Yeah, it did. It does. It's awful. Oh, or it's called New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, it's the same guy that did yeah. that Christmas bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what it is in a week. In the meantime. Get to your chopper. Don't crash it into some size more. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.